Hello, lovely earthlings. Welcome to Femme Podcast, where we discuss all things finance and empowerment, and we talk about all the best ways to make moves. My name is Uchenna, and I'm so happy and excited that you're here. Let's go on this journey together. really excited to do this episode. I want it to be relatively quick, but I'm really excited to talk about this. I'm in a bit of a scammer phase, a, a, a con artist phase, if you will. I recently finished the podcast called Dropout, which is centered around the former CEO, now convicted fraudster Elizabeth Holmes, and it was absolutely riveting. I loved it. I loved every single second of it. I watched Tinder Swindler, and... I have to be honest, I love that too. I thought it was the best thing. (laughs) Currently watching Inventing Anna. I watched the first episode last night. I have to be honest, I didn't really like it at first, but I had heard her story before on a podcast that I love that is all about scams called Scam Goddess. That is Scam Goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S. Please check that out. It is the most amazing thing. I love it. Um, And a few years ago, I watched When Everything With Firefest Happened. And (laughs) honestly, I will revisit that because that was that was honestly that's actually I think my favorite scam I think that's the best scam I have ever seen or witnessed and the thing about all of these scams is that or at least the thing that I thought about them is why (laughs) Why did it have to be like this? Why did they have to go about it this way? Because at least in the case of the Firefest people and Elizabeth Holmes, they had really good ideas that simply just needed time. And so I was just kind of like punching the air like, why didn't you just see this through? But I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. What is this podcast episode about? This podcast episode is essentially going to make the case 
that we should be looking at con artists as role models of sorts, manifestation role models. And let me tell you why. In the case of Elizabeth Holmes, this woman started her company Theranos when she was 19 years old. At her age, at that time, she was able to basically hypnotize secretaries of state such as George Schultz, Henry Kissinger, in her tenure as the CEO of Theranos, she was able to finesse the De Beers family, um, which owns the De Beers Diamond Company. She was able to finesse the Walton family, um, the owners of Walmart. She was able to finesse the DeVos family, like big wigs of the American elite on lies. And I I have to say, I stand it. I stand it. I, I really do. Because not to say that I believe that we should all just be scamming people and taking people's money away. Um, I have been scammed. And it is the worst feeling on planet Earth. No, no, no. What I think that we should really be paying attention to is the mindset of all of this and I really want to unpack that because what I've noticed about all of these big time swindlers well I've noticed a couple of things I've noticed a couple of things um first I noticed their complete commitment and conviction to the dream or lifestyle that they were trying to acquire like in the case of Elizabeth Holmes I do believe that she believed that she was going to be the next Steve Jobs she believed with her whole heart that she was going to change the world and in a way she did and it's the same thing. And I can never remember the Firefest guy's name. All I remember is that Ja Rule was involved. But like the guy in charge of Firefest, he believed in his vision of just like bringing elite musicians to this music festival and having this platform for it. And just having this extremely luxurious event he just like believed in that he believed in the luxury lifestyle as well like he just was so committed to it the tennis lender we knew what he was about he wanted needed really to live that luxurious lifestyle and that kind of commitment like I guess I can put it like this If they were able to, quote-unquote, achieve so much on the basis of complete lies, how much could they have achieved if any of their ideas and convictions had even a smidge 
of legitimacy and truth. How much could they have gotten done if they were honest people with big brains like those? Like, I have to admire it. Like, these people just made their dreams come true out of quite literally nothing. (laughs) And I think that deserves to be stand. I do. Um, Another thing that I noticed is that they were extremely good at convincing other people of their dreams or of their vision or of their um, perception of themselves. They were able to sell themselves better than the most highly trained salespeople. They were able to say, this is who I am, this is the life I live, even, even, even though it was all lies, it was all a pack of lies, but they were able to just say like, this is who I am, and people believed it because they said it with so much conviction. And that's the rub, isn't it? That's really the rub. You don't actually need a body of work to show your legitimacy in the world that we live in. All you need, really, is the belief itself. And they had it 1,000 times over. And it worked. It worked for them. It worked. Like, we, we could talk all day and night about how they were bad, horrible people. And I wouldn't disagree with that. But they were bad, horrible people who were movers and shakers. And I have to say, like... Once again, if that kind of energy was directed towards quote-unquote good, I can only imagine what they would have achieved. And that also has me thinking that this idea of what quote-unquote good really means. And these are questions that I'm asking myself as well as you I don't have the answers to them I'm just really thinking out loud but what does it mean to be good I'm actually just going to stop there with that question what does it mean to be good and then what does it mean to be good if the impact that you have on others is negligible If you are living your life in such a way that you are a quote-unquote good person, but you have no effect on anyone around you or even yourself, what kind of goodness are you living in? 
definitely something to think about. That's something to think about. I would love to hear any answers that you might have to this question. Or any of these questions, really. Very curious. Um, But back to the scammers. Back to the scammers. I guess the last thing, which all really just kind of ties together, is the um, resilience that all of these scammers have. It's the, it, it is the perpetual bounce back, the perennial come back stronger energy for me. It's insane. The Tinder swindler went to prison for five months. He is a free man in Israel now with a business in giving business advice and I think I heard that he basically just sells video recordings of himself sending messages to other people for like $200 a piece he is now he has now maybe even recovered better because now he has somewhat legitimate businesses that can fund his lifestyle and he is now famous he is world famous in effect because of his scams he doesn't need to scam anymore in a sense because of the people who he was scammed by he eats (laughs) same thing with elizabeth holmes like yes she might be going to prison but she married into a, who did she, she married, I can't remember his name right now, but he is the heir to a hotel fortune. <laughs> and she has a baby boy, if I'm not mistaken. She is probably not going to get that much jail time either. And who knows, who knows, like there is an HBO movie that is apparently going to come out based on her life. And it's not a documentary, it's an actual movie. So because they're using her image, she's probably going to get paid for that. And as we know, with Anna Sorkin, she got paid a lot of movie for or a lot of money for inventing Anna and she went to Rikers she went to Rikers in New York that's not just prison that is that is the most intense the most intense prison in the US probably and now she has Netflix money Like, it is the down but never out energy that I think the average person should absolutely aspire to. Again, not at the expense of others, because I think that this kind of energy that all of these scammers have, it's directed toward the betterment of the world and toward impacting other people in a positive way. It could be world-changing. And I think that's the thing that I want to say. 
all of these people were world changers who simply decided to to direct their energies toward evil and so again I don't have the answer to this question but I want to ask you as well as myself like which one is better is it better to be a quote-unquote good person with no influence whatsoever or is it better to be a quote-unquote bad person who can change the world depending on how you see fit interesting times we are living in very very interesting times but that is it for me i am going to go now talk to you all next week bye